factors. Sunshine, swimming pools, green grass, and great conversation. It's summertime, and this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Yeah, we're walking in sunshine this morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's 9.09, nine minutes after the hour. We are looking at 50, temperature rising a bit, 59 degrees. <coughs> Excuse me, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. We've got 61 now at the Highlands, 61 degrees um, uh, at uh, the home studios in Elm Grove, and 57 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It'll be clearing up today, nice sunny skies most of the day. Temperatures around 80, into the mid-80s tomorrow, uh, and moving up as the week goes on. Not into the 90s at any point during the week, so it's going to be a much cooler week. And by next week, we'll be back into the, uh, back into the 70s, so that's, uh, it's uh, definitely cooling down. And you can tell the days are getting shorter, Bob, and a little darker in the morning and all that kind of stuff, too. So, And uh, Teddy starts school in... Today's the first day. 22 days. Well, that's another sign. I can uh, I can feel it. Uh, summer is slipping away already hard. You better hold on a little tighter. There's a big sign uh, billboard, uh, downtown Wheeling, one of those, you know, movable billboard kind of things. Uh, West Liberty University. They count it down. Yesterday it was 20 days, 19 hours, 54 minutes till we welcome you back to. Like, I don't know that that's what you want to kids thinking about but so it's yeah summer is tick 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 9-11 here on the watchdog morning show last week um officials at wvu medicine uh awarded a bid for demolition of the old ovmc campus in uh, center wheeling we know they're going to build a, uh, a cancer center there i think what 70 million dollars something like that total cancer center price but first a fairly big huge demolition project tearing down the entire OVMC campus, OVGH, former campus, uh, the new building, the old building, all the structures and so on. The, the professional building will be left, but the, the walkway comes down, everything comes down. Um, and a New Jersey company was given the demolition bid by WVU Medicine, but a, a local company, Raise International, raised some questions saying that they're protesting the bid award for a couple of reasons, and I, I, I'm not sure I fully understand it. Aaron Moltz is uh, here with us. Aaron works for the International Union of Operating Engineers, one of our fine union folks, and uh, maybe you can explain it to me better. Aaron, good morning. Uh, thank you for joining us. I know you're in the middle of something else at the same time, but thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for the invite, um, <clears throat> Howard. It's always a pleasure. I've been on your show before. I wear many faces with the being the building trades president and like you said, the business agent for the operators. But uh, really what I wanted to do is clear up some of this nonsense that's going on. Okay. Um, you talk about local contractors. I mean, Rays is out of Ohio, and, and I'm not here to bash Rays, but yes, they're out of Bridgeport. You can call them a local contractor. But at the end of the day, you know, the contractors are signatory with us and come into town. They hire local people. And um, I put together a letter early on about this is going to be astonishing to a lot of people that don't know about the trades, but 
our trades in particular last year, last year, our trade fund put trade funds put twenty two million dollars into WVU Health System. Wow. That's our members across the state using WVU Medicine. So, you know, I think WVU, we want to thank them, first of all, for awarding the job to a contractor that's going to hire our members and local members. Um, number two, it's going to be done safe. It's a huge project. You know, you're going to have to have crane certifications. They're going to have a wrecking ball. I mean, there's a, there's a lot at stake on this job, and we'll do it on time as we always do. But the problems that arose, there was there was problems about per, uh, not having an excavation license. Right. Well, raise international. So I'm sorry, just raise international. Raise the question about whether or not the New Jersey company had the proper license for excavation. Right. So, so there's another company involved here, O'Brien's Construction, which sits right down by the water treatment plant. They pay Willing BNO taxes. They're a local contractor. They use local tradesmen, and they have that license. So they are going to subcontract to FR Benke. But what's nice about FR Benke is they got that license. They already got it. It took them two days to get it. They got the license. They backdated it till the 11th. So now you have a subcontractor that has it and a general. And for the public, as long as you have a contractor who carries that license to do the work, you're fine. The other thing was is it wasn't technically put out in the bid specs. Okay? So... They jumped through hoops and got it done. It's, it's not a major deal. They had a West Virginia contractor's license, number one, which is what you have to have to work in the state of West Virginia, and they had a demolition license. But they didn't realize that you actually had to have a separate excavation license just to clean up the site. Okay, different states are different in what they require. So Benke already got that done. Fritz, the owner, nice guy. He's committed to the community. He will hire local people. There will be people from Ohio County on that job. And in turn, it's going to put money back into the system. If you're a nurse, doctor, employee of WVU, $22 million last year got paid into those funds, which in turn helped pay your salary and everything else. So it's, it's, it's a win-win. The thing that you need to ask and that I ask people all the time is these other contractors, maybe they're local, maybe they're not, but do they even have health care? Are these people going to the hospital using these hospitals and have outstanding bills and they're paying a monthly payment when our funds are paying it right off the bat. It's for the hospital visits paid for, they get their money and they walk away. If I'm a business, I believe I would be more in tune to use somebody that pays into my fund promptly, you know, in that type of amount. That's just common sense. That's business, right? Aaron, you have given me a whole new perspective on this story since we began, because um, I knew what I'd read on the demolition bid story when it was awarded and raise international so the the just recap for the listeners uh wvu medicine selected this new jersey company i forget the name of the company in new jersey but it's it's a fr bank it's kind Banky. of a hard name to okay. say yeah so they selected that now the the dollars on the bids were the difference was negligible i mean they were almost the same there was a difference i forget who was higher who was lower but the do- the dollar difference was really negligible, so that wasn't at issue here. So they awarded the contract to the New Jersey firm. Rays International then had said, according to the newspaper story, that they didn't think enough due diligence was done, and they said that the uh, company did not have um, the excavating license, and and that Rays did have that already in place. Right. But what? So you've answered a couple of questions I I wanted to ask you, but you answered them right up front. 
First of all, the New Jersey company, uh, Benke, uh, will hire, when they come in, they will hire local employees, right? They will hire from the yeah. local workforce. They're, yeah, not, they're, they're, not bringing, they're not bringing in uh, construction workers from New Jersey. They're going to hire from around here. No, and they'll, they'll take West Virginia tax out on their paycheck and everything else. Yes, they'll pay the tax to the city, the whole nine yards. And the other side of it is, is WVU has the hammer, right? They're the ones who decide to get to the bid. If they decided to take somebody that was $300,000 over the bid, they can do that. They do what's called a, a de-scope. They'll call the contractors and they'll break it down piece by piece. Okay. Originally, everyone thought that demo would be ten million dollars. Well, now it's you know six point eight. That's a pretty good figure when you're thinking it's going to be ten million dollars. Right. That's a good price to take. Nice savings. There's three thousand right. truckloads of concrete coming out of that. Yeah, that's, right? that's pretty nice savings. Yep. Yep. So, you know, and at the end of the day, we we are grateful for WVU and that decision. And you know, that's just the way it works. Sometimes it happens to us all the time, but we don't go file lawsuits and everything else and you know, raise Kane, I mean, you lost. It's the way it works. Yeah, again, just speaking as a layman, uh, WVU Medicine may have the right to do as they choose. If the if there had been a wild difference in price, oh, I would yeah. then say, well, okay, hold on, let's stop and think about this a bit. But as I look at the bids, the difference is, when you get to that number, it's negligible. It's not that big a difference in price. So, they're basically equivalent in the bid price. The other question I have, Aaron, and help me, uh, Benke, the New Jersey firm, will the, are they a union contractor? Oh, yeah, 100% union across the board. I mean, they tore down the Atlanta Falcons Stadium, and that's another thing. I've read in the paper and all these people, they may work at Sheets or something else, and they're like, oh, well, we don't have a contractor around here. I mean, Demolition contractors travel. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have huge demolition jobs. I would consider a OBMC a big demolition job. Right? I, I would think it's, but, it's among the biggest, yeah, sure. Yes, and when you're dealing with demolition, like a huge stadium and three rivers and things like that, it, it, it's not a contractor that usually lives there. They travel because it's they're huge projects, and they're very dangerous. And when you're dealing with those type projects, you know, OSHA comes in, everything, there's there's deals with shoring. It's just, it's a lot different than actually building a building. So you're getting the safest bet right now. I promise you that. You're getting local people. I promise you that. And for WVU, it's a smart investment. If our members are putting that much annually, and it'll probably be $26 million this year, it only makes sense. You know? I mean, if someone's working on my house, but yet they're doing my lawn care for free or something like that, you know, or somebody else isn't. I mean, why wouldn't I take the person that's putting money back into my pocket? You understand what I mean? I knew, if I, I have that choice. I do completely. And the two things that hmm. I, I was concerned about as I read the story, and you have really helped me, I mean, I, I actually really have almost changed my opinion here. I, I was my, my first question was, are they hiring local? They're, they're not bringing in New Jersey contractor, New Jersey construction workers. They will hire from the local construction pool to the best of their ability. Uh, yeah. And they, and they are a union shop, as I understand it. So those things, so I'm not sure what, I mean, I, I get that Ray says there was not proper pr process followed, and I'm not going to be a judge of that. They can, they can Well, that's that, just untrue. That's can, untrue. Well, they can make that's that argument, and, and they're, gonna, they're asking for an appeal, so they can, they can make that, you know, argument and see. But, but as a citizen... My concern just is, are they going to be using local workers, and are they going to be using, to a large extent, union workers? 
Uh, and are they qualified to do the job, which clearly they are, and I think you make a great point. No offense to local uh, demolition companies. This isn't like going down and knocking down a house on Wheeling Island. No, you know, This is a huge demolition project. And in fact, it's going to take like close to a year from beginning to end, I think, right? Yeah, like 14 months, 15 yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big project. So... Um, yeah, well, you've really helped me. You've really helped me understand this a whole lot better than I did going into this conversation. So, uh, well, I just want the I just want the people in Ohio. I mean, I'm a Ohio County resident. I live in Wheeling. You know, I pay taxes here. I feel better knowing that the taxes are going to come back to the community yeah. and you know the health care and everything else. And again, we're ecstatic that WVU made this choice. And if I'm WVU and somebody's wanting to file a lawsuit and protest it when it was done right. I don't know if I'd select them ever again on my project. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, but that's that's that's, that's for them to decide. But and again, I listen. I don't quarrel if Ray's feels there was an improper process. Let them file an appeal and let that work its way through. But as I said, as a citizen, my concern was: are, are we going to have local employees, local contractors, not contractors, local well, cons local, local construction workers doing the work, primarily union work? Uh, and are they qualified to do the job? Check those boxes off to me. And the price, again, similar. So check that off to me, and it, and it makes perfect sense. And it makes so much more sense now really talking to you than it did in reading the newspaper article, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in there. And I'm not saying all the stuff in the paper was untrue. There was some true stuff. But the problem is if they don't understand the bidding process and how that works, mm -hmm. it's how, that's what we do for a living. You know, so right. and that's what Ray's does too. So Ray's is feeding the paper, and I didn't, I didn't talk to the paper. I didn't even get involved. I thought maybe I could just squash it on here, but they did get uh, Sean O'Brien as a subcontractor, which is three blocks down the road, a union contractor in Wheeling, pays Wheeling B&O tax. Right. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. They've so, got one working for them. So, so. The, the issue, the issue that Ray's raised, <laughs> some pun there, Ray's raised. Yeah. Um, that the New Jersey company did not have the proper licensing may, quote, technically have been true, but they have now subcontracted with someone local who does have that. It wasn't awarded till there was proof that Banky had a subcontractor that yeah. had it or they had it. It wasn't awarded before that. So okay. the, the, it's, it's a mute cause. Good. And, you know, when you're dealing with spit, uh, bid documents, specs, it specs out. You need a demo license, you need a West Virginia that wasn't in there, not a big deal. You know, a contractor should have known. But, you know, he came in here, he got the license. He's good since uh, July 11th with the license himself, plus he has a subcontractor. So you got double reassurance. And that was done before it was ever awarded. So, you know, that's as simple as it gets. Aaron, I appreciate your being with us this morning. I, you I, Again, I, I'll be real honest, it's very seldom do I actually feel like after an interview or conversation the show that I have learned more than I knew going in because I'm pretty smart, you know, and I usually know it all ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, some, things, some things I'm okay on, but yeah, I'm not that smart, believe me. I'm just Aaron, um, I, I wanted to ask yeah. you this, Aaron, before you uh, go. I was in that building uh, a couple months ago, and there's yeah. a lot of scrap uh, still in there. Would that be part of the bid thinking, okay, uh, we own the scrap now at the end of the day. That'll be part of how we make our money. And also, uh, that scrap being in there, will that delay it coming down because they have to be more careful now because they're going to uh, you know, take the scrap out a little bit slower process? Does that make sense? 
Uh, yes, but, you know, as far as that detail is fine-tuned, I'm not sure. You know, and, and Fritz, who owns Banky, would gladly talk to you on here, the owner of the construction company, great guy. But at the end of the day, I don't know. That's something that WVU had in the specs. I didn't read that far into it. Um, but, yeah, sometimes on a demo job, that's included that they can take that price. But it's hard to figure out a price, right? I mean, right. it could be dirty cables. And, you know, they've got to remove all the air conditioners, things like that. There's just a tedious process before they can just hit it with the wrecking ball, right? I would have to assume so that, they, they calculated that somehow into their bid, I would think, you know. Right, and your and your big demo contractors, you got to look at it this way: say they can make a couple thousand dollars in scrap, that's not worth it to them. To the extra man hours they're going to have to put in to to clean the cables and everything else. Yeah. You, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes it's not even feasible for them when they got a deadline and they have to get it done by that deadline per WVU. Right. They don't have time to to do that. Yep. It's just not worth it. Yep. Hey, Aaron, thanks very much for joining me. Again, you actually, you have really helped me understand this whole process a lot better, and uh, I feel a little more comfortable about it now talking to you. So hopefully the audience gets a better sense of what's going on here as well. Uh, and I'm well, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I was, I was, I I, I'm sorry I took you away from, I know you had a meeting or something to go to this morning, and I apologize for that, but I did want to get this on the air for our listeners to understand. No, I appreciate it. It's an honor to, to be invited on the show, and I and I thank you. I'll come on anytime you have any questions when it pertains to labor. I appreciate it. I got it. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it very much. All right, thank you, All right. Aaron Moltz. Um, I really i i I thought there was a bigger issue here. Now that I have a bit better understanding of this, I, I have a much I am much more comfortable with what what happened. Look, I, I, I trust WVU Medicine as a large facility, a large company, to know what they're doing. But when I read the newspaper article, uh, it was a New Jersey firm and the local company, the immediately local company, Bridgeport, but that's local, yes, um, had raised questions. They said that there wasn't due diligence done. They said that uh, they, 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 um, the New Jersey firm didn't have the right kind of contractor for the excavating part of this. All those things raised, a, you know, said to me, oh, well, that's that's an issue that deserves to be looked at. And, yes, I heard off the air in private conversations some people putting some things in my ear that maybe this wasn't quite copacetic. But I'm listening to Aaron. The two things I was most concerned about, and the, no offense to whoever wrote the story. I think it was – I don't know who wrote the story. Uh, no, it's not a criticism of the newspaper. But the two things I didn't get an answer for until today, the New Jersey firm. Are they going to come in here and hire from the local contracting pool? And the answer is yes. They're going to hire Ohio Valley union workers. And are they union uh, uh, contractor? And they are. So, as, again, as a layman, not as a bid spec person, but as a layman, those are the two big things I was concerned about. The price, uh, really negligible, the difference. I want to say they're both around $7 million. 6.9, 6.8. I mean, what you know, when you get to those numbers, what's that difference? When I was talking scrap, I was talking way more than wiring. Again, I was in that building. I was all over that building. There is a lot of stuff in there that I would consider scrap. I don't know if it's high-level scrap, you know, where you could get the top dollar. But everything, imagine the, the heating units. And yeah, just, I, I hear just, just take up a, like a whole floor in itself. I would think it has to have some value. I have to assume they calculated it in one way or another when they when they placed their bid, and probably both of them did since the bids were similar. 
they must have both calculated that in. All right, I appreciate Aaron coming on. I really do, because uh, that uh, helped me a lot. Get organized at Menards and save 11% in all your outdoor storage needs. Durability meets style with storage sheds from Suncast. The 7x7 Defender is Suncast's most durable shed. With steel-reinforced walls, floor, and roof. Lockable handles and double wall construction. Add another layer of protection for peace of mind. Get the 7x7 Defender shed for $849.99 after 11% rebate. Good through August 6th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Turn that radio dial and walk in because the guys from the Pine Room Podcast come right here to the Watchdog with a new, extended, and revamped show. Adding six more hours into the week, join the guys from the Pine Room Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3 o'clock to talk local, national, and global sports, news, pop culture, and everything in between. The Pine Room Podcast, right here on the Watchdog. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000. He has his say you can have yours text us or call us and join the conversation this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe brought to you by wvu medicine so high i guess should remind you that you can uh, reach us on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or uh, the Frio Stack Auction Service hotline 304-232-8255. Uh, a lot of texts coming in now about our streaming service. Uh, again, our stream was down. What's it been? About a month ago, we were down for, for about a week uh, as we switched to a new system back up have been for some time you can catch us at watchdognetwork.com and you can click on wkkx or wvly apparently we also are now on tune in radio again wow nobody told me that but that's good i'm glad i'm excited about that so for those of you who have been um b-i-t-c-h-i-n-g 
about that way I'll put money into the swear jar. Teddy's got a swear jar that I have to, if I say bad words, I have to put money in. Um, those of you complaining about uh, TuneIn Radio, it's up, it's running. So TuneIn Radio, watchdognetwork.com. Good We're everywhere, Howard. And the only thing that we have not got on air yet, and you can't see it, although usually in the pictures I post along with my social media feeds, we have all new cameras here in the studio and a whole new setup. We just haven't figured out how to use it yet. I haven't figured out how to use it yet. So the one last piece of that puzzle is going to be the uh, video component. We will get our video feeds back up and running again like we used to have. Um, and we've got, again, everything's gotten better. We've got all new cameras, better cameras, better camera positions. And you know what? We're still not done, though. Come to think about Bob. We have studio lights. TVs, too. We're going to have, yeah, TVs coming. We're going to have studio lights coming in. So we have studio lighting in here. Nice. So all of that. So that's, that's not done. Uh, one of the texters says, you guys need an app. Oh, come on, for God's sake. We've got TuneIn Radio. We've got WatchdogNetwork.com. We're going to give you a video on YouTube. You need, you need an app as well? You can listen to us on Alexa. No app. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. For all I know, we're working on one right now. <laughs> you know who was impressed, Howard, who said, man, that's really good stuff, was your old buddy Biff Leonard. It was good to see Biff oh, really? taking the tour here in the studio saying, yeah, that's really good stuff. That's yeah. really nice stuff. Yeah, it, Biff's been in here. I, every time he's been here, I haven't had a chance yeah, to yeah. see him. He was here at the gone. Christmas party. And, all right, uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I lost track here. Uh, 60, wait, i got to double check. I'm still 59, 59 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 62 at the Highlands, 68 at my home studios in Elm Grove. Heat wave. And, and 60 here? 60, Howard. 60 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, Joe Manchin, not the best news in a morning consult poll that came out yesterday. I'll tell you about that coming up after we check some news. Come on, Don, give me that cue. There it is. West Virginia Metro News. I'm Carrie Hudasek. Kanawha County investigators allege a babysitter caused a two-year-old boy's death. Deputies say 31-year-old Brittany Napier of Dunbar put a queen-size mattress on top of a playpen that two-year-old Zakai Williams was in while she was babysitting him last week. Williams's head got pinned between the mattress and the top rail as he was trying to get out. He died a short time later. Kanawha County Chief Deputy Joe Crawford says Napier has been babysitting Zakai for a few days. He says this should have never happened. Life is definitely taken uh, too short. Napier told this to WCHS-TV as she was heading into Magistrate Court Monday evening for her arraignment. I'm sorry. She's being held on $250,000 bail. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. U.S. Attorney for West Virginia Southern District Bill Thompson will hold a news conference this hour at the federal courthouse in Charleston to announce new training tools to help teachers and child protective services workers better identify and report human trafficking and rescue child victims. Parts of Jefferson County continue to recover from Friday's storm damage today. County Emergency Services Director Steve Allen says high winds were to blame. It appears it's uh, just high winds coming through and, of course, knocking over, um, from what I understand, a power line or a power pole, then onto the uh, structure for the day report center. And, of course, that uh, uh, the, the fire took the roof off of that as well. 
At least five fires were reported Friday. You're listening to Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. WVU President Gordon Gee says WVU has moved on from Bob Huggins. Gee says on Monday's Metro News talk line, the former coach was given a second chance after making homophobic comments. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 614- for Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Who wants craft beer? Saturday, August 19th, the Mountaineer Brewfest brought to you by Wheeling Island Hotel Casino Racetrack is back at Wheeling Heritage Port, showcasing craft beers from West Virginia's finest brewers. With great food, live entertainment, and many more craft beer selections in our beer garden, it's a wild and wonderful time, and you don't want to miss out. Proceeds benefit the family service Upper Ohio Valley. Get your tickets now at mountaineerbrewfest.com. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit. Building upon strong traditions. Pioneering medical care. Moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care. Right place. Right time. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Hey, it's Howard Monroe. Bob Slider and I have had a great week off, but it's time to get back to business on Monday. We're going to meet with... Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. When I think back on all the crap I It's a wonder I can think at all And my lack of education hasn't hurt me none I can read the writing on the wall Cold Chrome, it gives the 
music all morning. Is there a theme? Sometimes there's not a theme. Just I good just, music, Howard. Just good music. The theme is good music for the bumper music today, and I'm okay with that. That sounds good. 9.40, 20 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. If you were listening right before the break and you said, <laughs> what does he mean, do, do the dawn or whatever, whatever you said, uh, the previous commercial break, I didn't I, – normally I'll say something like, we'll be back right after this or news is next, something like I didn't. I just pointed to Bob, and he said, oh. And I, I wasn't looking at you. I didn't see you pointing. And I told him, I remember uh, used to watch Don Imus, the now late Don Imus, iconic radio morning guy, uh, New York City and across the country, really. He was on MSNBC, so it videoed as well. And he always cued his producer with his two – he would wave his hands wildly in the air. That meant it's time for a break. So that's what Bob was referring to. He didn't give me the dawn. I wave my hair, and when the, if we get the video back up, I'll. <laughs> We're gonna enjoy that, yeah, Howard. This, this, I think Howard just gave Bob the finger. This means break. This means this means break. I want to take a minute to talk about Joe Manchin' new poll that came out yesterday. It's the Morning Consult poll. These are guys are pretty sharp. Morning Consult. Um, they surveyed over 2,000 voters, so it's a pretty big survey. It was over a long period of time, from April to June, but it, they found this. 55% of voters in West Virginia disapprove of Joe Manchin's job. Over half disapprove of his job. 39% give him positive marks. That is not a good number to be going into a, an election if you're running for re-election. Yeah, but that's all those Trump knuckleheads out there, Howard. I, I, I think that's a lot of what that is. Uh, you're right. That's not the number you, you want to hear, especially someone that wanted to follow in uh, Robert C. Byrd's footsteps. That, 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 that's not how he did it, was it? Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Manchin's the second least, second least popular senator in the entire Senate, according to this poll. Only Mitch McConnell, staring off into space, only Mitch McConnell got a lower approval rating from his own constituents. Again, Howard, don't you agree that it's probably those same Trump people that I'm, I'm talking no about? No question about it. Listen, no question about it. I, but that's why I had this fight with my daughter-in-law yesterday. Jeez, Howard, you're fighting with everybody. Everybody. I'm you sure you don't want to fight with me, take a little no, pressure off the family? No, we've, done, we, 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 we've had our fights. I, I, no, I can't, I can't afford another fight with you. <laughs> um, I think Manchin particularly if he ends up running against Mooney. I don't think he will. I think Manchin has got a path to victory because I think you're right. A lot of these numbers are from sort of the overall anti, pro-Trump, you know, we hate Manchin. I think when it comes down to a campaign, when Manchin puts on his boots and starts going out into the fields like he always did, and uh, he's, uh, there is the only other retail politician I have ever known better is Arch Moore. The only guy who's a better retail politician that I have known is Arch Moore. Uh, and I think if, if Manchin chooses to run for re-election, now I still think that is a, a question mark. If he chooses to run for re-election, I think he has got a, a, a shot. I disagree with a lot of people who think that he's just done, he's a duster, he can't win. Now, the reality is that justice currently is far ahead of Mooney in the polling on the Republican primary uh, survey from East Carolina University uh, a couple of weeks ago had um, Justice, of course, beating Mooney, what was it, 60% to 13%, something like, like that. Like a rented mule. Uh, and this survey took a, this said if Jim Justice and Manchin were up against each other, uh, Justice would win over by 22 points over Manchin. 
and I I think that's I'm not picking 22 points, but I'm I'm I think that that's a good shot that Justice could beat Mansion. And that's really interesting. And you've said that for a couple of years. And I have, I, I, because it, it just his popularity was rolling and rolling and rolling, even though when all the disclosures came about, he's losing property, he doesn't have any money, hurt him a little bit, but but not like it would a, a normal candidate. It just kind of bounced off him. You know, Howard, I put Alex Mooney down all the time, and I I, I just take, I, I think he's a horrible person. Yeah. But I would love to be there, or I would love to hear the interview that would someone ask him today, this afternoon, tonight. How in the world are, can you feel confident in this race? Your biggest supporter, the reason that you handedly beat David McKinley Donald is Trump. not in your corner now. He's in fact, he's, he's with the other you. guy. He's told you. He right. can't endorse you. He's not endorsing you, but guess what? He is endorsing the other guy. How in the world can you put that face on and act like nothing is bothering you? You know, Mooney jumped into this so fast. Remember, he literally, was it one day or two days? The last election, he was on, elections are on Tuesday. He was elected to be the uh, representative from the second congressional district, our district, and that was on Tuesday. It might not have been Wednesday, but I believe it was Thursday. Thursday, I thought, I Thursday. Thought was, he says, "Now I'm going to run for the Senate." I thought it was in the acceptance speech, Howard. I thought, well, and by the way, I won't be here long because know, he wasn't even. He had just barely won. The results literally hadn't been certified. They hadn't actually been certified, and he, he hadn't. Even taken office for the second, he was a congressman, but he was still representing the first district. Well, the second district, but it was when it was a different one. So he hadn't even, he hadn't even been sworn into office for the term he was just elected to, and he already said, "I'm running for the Senate." I wonder if he had thought this through. See, he thought he was invincible. Mooney thought he was invincible. Beat McKinley, ha ha ha! I'm invincible now. And I. I I don't know how he didn't, because Jim Justice's name had been banged about. Well, Justice hadn't really said yes at that point, but I don't know how he did not think about that, how he didn't say, Yeesh, I don't know, Justice is going to be a pretty formidable foe. Now, let me qualify all of this. Anything is possible in politics, all right? Anything is possible. I think a possibility that Mooney may be hoping for, a possibility is, Justice will not carry through with his plans. Yeah, unforeseen reason. That uh, he, he may not, by filing deadline time, he may not filing. Right. That's a possibility. Mooney could come on like gangbusters somehow. Trump could change his mind. I can't see that happening. Uh, so anything can happen in politics. But if we look at the lay of the land right now, and I've said often, I don't believe polls in terms of 22 points versus 21 points. But I look at trends and it looks as if Justice is going to whomp Mooney. Just whomp him. I mean, he's not going to beat him. He's going to whomp him. And I almost think, Howard, if you're going to play that I'm the true Republican card, could this have been a place where you take your ball and you go home? You say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I'm not good enough for him? I will the hell with this. I'm not good enough for you then. Who's but going that, home? I'd say Mooney, but that pretty much eliminates your whole political career after that, right? Well, he, he could run for re-election again. Again, keep in mind, all of this is so far out from the other. Nobody, not Justice, not Mooney, not Manchin, 
not any of the gubernatorial candidates. Nobody has filed. Filing deadline isn't even until January. You can't file to run until January. They've announced. And you have cases like J.B. McCoskey who said, I want to be governor. Oh, no, wait. No, I don't. No, forget. No, no, forget that. I think I want to be AG instead. So a lot can happen. A lot can happen. And I will certainly tell you what I see right now, but as Hoppy frequently says, polling and even analysis has to do with this moment in time. Things, things could change. Uh, and of course, Trump could decide he wants to run for president. I'm mean, not Trump, but uh, uh, Manchin. That's still a possibility out there. He might run as a third party candidate with the no labels people. Manchin has not said no. He was in New Hampshire a couple of weeks ago, a primary state. By the way, going back to something you and I talked about earlier, if Manchin would actually get into the presidential race and go to pri we got no choice but to go follow him. I mean, we got to go to New Hampshire then, right? I mean, we got to. We got to. That's just we got to broadcast live from there and follow Senator Manchin if that were to happen. Uh, Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, she's a Republican but a bit of a moderate. She said that if the 2024 presidential matchup uh, between President Biden and President Trump comes to pass, which it likely will, she'd vote for Manchin. She said she'd go for Manchin if, uh, if, it, if it was Trump or Biden, she'd go for Manchin, which is something you and I have said before. A lot of people might think that. And, uh, Howard, I know they've been barking for some time, but this uh, Hunter Biden thing, it seems like it's picking up steam now. What did the president know? How, what did he do? I mean, there could be a whole other can of worms that open up there. I don't know. I'm just saying we don't know. Who, who knows what the future is? Well, and I didn't have time to talk about it today. Uh, we will maybe talk about it tomorrow. There is the whole issue of age. Now, let's be clear. Trump and Biden are not that far different in age, but Biden is, has, the, has the image, and the Republicans have been able to really make him seem as he's a doddering old fool. Uh, he, Trump doesn't seem like a doddering old fool because we've known him for a while. He just is a plain fool. Um, but... Uh, um, I, I don't know, um, but there's a lot, a lot, a lot happens between now and election day. Uh, no, forget election day. Between now and filing day, filing day. But anyways, I thought it was interesting. Senator Murkowski says Biden and Trump. I'm going for Manchin, and I think a lot of folks are looking for. That. Listen, I've said it before. If it's Biden and Trump, I'm voting for Biden because I can't conceivably vote for Trump. I really wish the Democratic Party, and it begins with Biden himself had said, let's get someone else. Let's get a standard bearer. Biden has had his time in office, done a good job. Fine. Now let's move on. And um, that's not happening. And I think that's a terrible mistake for the Republican Party. Nine before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bob Westfall's coming up next. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Hey there, Dave. We 
Weekly here, Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Oh, there's something so real about living local And I know without a doubt I'm not alone And I love On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. This week, uh, the question is, is the system falling apart? We have people simply refusing, you know, we have the Alabama legislature simply looking at the Supreme Court and saying, thank you for your order, but uh, we're not going to follow it. Uh, we have Congress, uh, Jim Jordan, refusing to uh, adhere to subpoenas that have been issued for him. Both sides of the aisle are, are just not have chosen not to follow the rule of law anymore. Is, 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 is it all falling apart? Our political analyst Matt Robeson and I are going to kick that around a little bit later on this, this uh, week. And also, I'm uh, going to talk with um, Luke Nichter, who has written a new book just released this week called The Year That Broke Politics. And he says we can track all of our election problems back to a year, Bob, that you and I remember quite well. What year was that? 1968. Oh, okay, yes. I can't wait. I He's, thought you were going to say the year Trump was elected. No, 1968, he says, was the year that broke politics. It's the year that things began to get fractured and go bad. So he's with us later on this week as well. Right now, more important than any of those is Bob Westfall. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Howard. I don't know if that's more important, but uh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I had uh, some good. Uh, I had a good time. Birthday party, several birthday parties. My wife threw a surprise party for me. That was cool. And I saw um, the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we had a little, just a smaller family get together last night. That was cool. And then I was bored to death yesterday. I took the day off. You know, my birthday. Oh, I'm gonna take my day off. Really enjoy myself on my birthday. I was bored to death. I just. I was. I had nothing to do. I think we've talked. I have no hobbies. You know, I have nothing to do. Uh, the parties were over. The Could've birthday to, festivities are kind of gone. Scooters. What's that? Could have tried scooter. Yeah. I, I, you know, is it my imagination or are there more scooters around this year than there were last year? Well, now that you mention it, Friday, running between here and down to the Italian festival. You didn't ride a scooter. No, but I went out the side door and I almost tripped over one. And I all, you, you know, Howard, I thought, man, whose is this? Somebody just parked it here. I'm going to throw it. But no, I was in a hurry. I didn't get a chance. Well, I found out that's how our guys were going back and forth. It was their scooters. They rented one, Howard. The Pine Room, the Pine Room Boys. That was their transportation. 
just see a lot more scooters around. I don't necessarily see more people using them, but I see more of them around this year. So I'm gonna, I, I keep thinking about it, but I haven't tried to do it yet. Okay. All right, let's get down to business, um, Bob. What are you working on today? Um, back to your birthday real quick. Yes, sir. Um, citizens of Ohio Valley appreciate the call 911, um, just in case there was a fire to break out from all the candles. <laughs> <laughs> and I and you couldn't have counted me to blow them out because I couldn't blow them out in one breath. I I tried. I couldn't. I had to get uh, the two grandkids to come and help. You help me blow these out, guys. Help me blow them out. So yeah. Well, that's better anyway. Get yeah. your get, get the kids involved. Indeed. Uh, work on a day. Uh, day two. Will Carmen trial is underway. Annalise Murphy is down there. Uh, uh, right now, if you remember, Will Carmen is the one allegedly involved in the murder in Mozart. Mozart. Um, so the updated details on that are on WTRF.com, and Lise Murphy is there in court as we speak. Uh, also, another trial going on, sexual assault trial of Joshua Sills, uh, player, uh, football player uh, with the Eagles, um, um, played for, I believe, Shenandoah. That uh, trial is in Cambridge. That is going on with D.K. Wright. She'll be following up on that. Uh, jury selection went through the day yesterday, continues this morning, so we'll have to get an update on that here in a short bit. Um, so two big, those are the two big stories we've got going on right now. Uh, we've been made aware of a bridge meeting uh, uh, in Brilliant, um, <laughs> dealing with the new bridge. Um, so an update on that. I know lines are painted, traffic lights are up. A lot of the heavy equipment is gone, so uh, we're getting close. I have been up past uh, it at least twice in the last week. Um, it looks like it's ready to me, but I'm not a bridge yeah. engineer, so I don't know. But it sure looks ready to me. Yeah. So we've got, uh, like I said, uh, street, uh, the lines are paved, uh, traffic uh, lights are up, uh, guardrails are done. Um, so meeting today, so we're going to find out what the future is. Did talk to a rep with uh, the Department of Transportation in Charleston. Said it's up to the um, uh, the crew that are building it to give the okay to make sure before they say it's officially open. So we've got that uh, little piece of baseball, uh, Pony World Series, is in Washington County, PA. We're going to get a piece on uh, how important that is to the economy of, uh, of Western PA, so we're excited about that. Of course, we'll also have the sports highlights with that. Um, so we've got that. Um, something sentimental to me is the old Buckeye North High School grandstands in Bryant. While we're up there for the bridge meeting, uh, they are being torn down. They've been in disrepair for years, uh, condemned, and so they're tearing that down. Gosh, those probably those grandstands probably go back to the old Brilliant High School uh, in the early 50s, if I if I if I'm if I remember correctly. So we've got that. We're going to find out. I hear they're going to put in some ball fields, so that that'll be nice for the community. Good. Then tonight we've got two police nights out that we're aware of. Bridgeport's got one going on. It's going to be on Industrial Drive tonight from six to eight, and then Wheeling's Finest will have one at the uh, Wheeling Park Ice Rink tonight, also six to eight. Uh, so these are always good events. It's a way for people to to come to know their police officers and their law enforcement. So if you've got some time, maybe check those out tonight. So I know Bridgeport and Wheeling. Um, so that's kind of what we're working on today. Check it all out at noon 5, 6, 10, 11, 5.30 for this region-wide show and always at WTRF.com uh, or the Storm Tracker 7 app and the news app on your phone. Bob, let's see, tomorrow we don't get together. I'll talk to you again on Thursday. And in the meantime, right, guys. have Take a great day. Appreciate it. Mr. Slider, have a good day. We'll get together. Oh, yeah, let me give you the Don. <laughs> nobody, can, nobody can see this. No, us. but I enjoy that. I'll Howard. give you the Don Ivers cue. Got it. <laughs> see you tomorrow. See you.